America Meditating Radio Show, we collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts 24-7. Hi, I'm Sister Jenna. Join me and guest on Blog Talk Radio as we amplify stories that compel us to be more for ourselves and everyone else around us. Foundation for Children of the World is an organization aimed to support women and children in need across the globe. We believe in empowering lives, strengthening minds, and providing programs that enrich health and education. The Azar Foundation was founded in 2003 and has been serving the world ever since. Visit us at our website at www.azarforchildren.org. That's www.azar4children.org to find out more information about our endeavors and join our mailing list. Remember, the smile and the cry of a child doesn't have any language. The Azar Foundation. I want to show you something. Each day around the world, 5,000 people are infected with HIV. That was over 20 years ago. We've come a long way in the science and treatment of HIV. But the disease hasn't gone away. So why aren't we talking about it? Today, we have the tools to make HIV history. Let's finish what we started. Because the world needs you to live. The Meditation Museum in Silver Spring, Maryland offers a variety of courses and activities to make your life go a whole lot smoother. Located at 9525 Georgia Avenue, you will be able to experience the beautiful silence that's in the space. There are courses in Raja Yoga Meditation, Positive Thinking, Stress-Free Living, and Personal Development classes. For more information, call us at 301-588-0144 or visit us online at meditationmuseum.org.
Sister Jenna, you are listening to America Meditating Radio. That was our wonderful friend, Kristen Hoffman. And that was Between the Veils. And we are experiencing a lot of unique historical moments. All in one month, Standing Rock, the Army had to deny the permit for the Dakota pipelines to run through their sacred land. And yet there's always still the question and hesitation if they can really trust that because for some reason when you have a lot of power, there's always ways around the system and ways around rules and laws that don't necessarily apply to you. And I've been speaking to a number of friends and, you know, there's some of us that they just have their hands up in the air, whatever it is it's supposed to be. There are others who are just like, that's it. I can't take any more of this. This is ridiculous. And there's some of us who are going out on the front lines, Shannon Kring and her end-of-the-line movie that's in production of The Woman of Standing Rock. And there's some of us who are just numb, just numb, scared, feeling a sense of insecurity. And then there are those who are the light workers who are just saying, it's time. It's time to optimize our light. It's time for us to optimize our glow and to really show ourselves and humanity why we've been on the path of spirituality for so long. So these are some of the questions that I think we have presenting themselves to us, which is an opportune time for us to really go deeper and go higher, as our friend Martha Beck says. It's this spiritual awakening. Joni Petrie in her Vedic Astrology, and I highly recommend you to go to her YouTube page to look at the way that she's looked at the Vedic Astrology of President-elect of America, of Hillary Clinton, of the Dakota Pipelines, of all these things that are happening are actually a spiritual awakening awakening, a spiritual call, because if we don't go the spiritual route, then the other route will be uh, despair and fear and frustration. But taking this whole time together on the air as being the warriors that we can be, the ones who will not allow our lower consciousness to take the best of us, but we will Find that right thought, that one thought that can get us into gear. Our guest today is Heather Ash Amara, and she's a return guest to the American Meditating Radio. A leader in mindfulness and empowerment, Heather Ash is the author of the best-selling book, Warrior Goddess Training, Become the Woman You Are and Meant to Be, and the new release, Warrior Goddess Way, Claiming the Woman You Are Destined to Be. The heart of Heather Ash's teaching stems from her long Toltec apprenticeship and teaching partnership with Don Miguel Ruiz, author of The Four Agreements. Now, over the past 15 years, 
where she has taught workshops and apprenticeships and trained teachers, and she now travels the world working with women to integrate the feminine wisdom of the ancients into the modern lives. And today we're pleased to welcome Heather Ash Amara to America Meditating Radio. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Great. Hanging in there, taking it one breath at a time. (laughs) Yes, it's a good thing to do nowadays. It is. I've been having quite a lot of conversations with friends globally, and this past month or maybe these past six months have been really asking each of us lots of deep questions in terms of who we are and what we're really destined to be as people in the 21st century. And so you've got a new book out called The Warrior Goddess Way, Claiming the Woman You Are Destined to Be. Is it a timely book of today, and why did you choose it? I've been really passionate for a long time around helping to empower women, feeling that women, it's really our time to come back and share our gifts with the world that are so, so needed at this time. And Warrior Goddess Way came from taking in many questions over the last couple of years from women about where they were struggling, where they were frustrated, where they had gotten stuck in their lives, and then starting to answer those questions and looking at where are the main pain points that we have as women. And so Warrior Goddess Way has three different sections, wisdom, authenticity, and yes, and goes through a lot of different areas like forgiveness, relationships, how we hold our stories and how they can drain our energy or increase our energy, how to really get still and quiet and allow our inspiration to rise from that place deep inside of us. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a really beautiful handbook to help Mm -hmm. us to shed a lot of old skin. I was in a conversation the other day and what emerged was, you know, America is such a democratic society as it is written on paper and it's the world that propagates or promotes equal rights for women and hundreds of years later for whatever reason we witnessed one of the most charged elections we ever have in history at least in my generation perhaps maybe in yours too and at the helm was a woman that was basically standing in her grace, holding her power as much as she could. And I think many of us in the world, astrologers, mystics, the time kept signaling that it was a time for the leadership of women. And so I'm talking to someone about, you know, the whole thing that, you know, Hillary Clinton didn't win the election. And then someone very wise, Sister Gita, she says, But if you looked at the way she presented herself, it is her leadership. It is a woman's role of leadership. She doesn't need a title or position to show that she is in charge or she is the god or the goddess. Any thoughts that you have based on what I've just shared? Because I find it quite riveting that we do Mm -hmm. feel this is a time of woman empowerment. And yet, in our supposedly advanced country, we've still not been able to achieve a woman as a president of the United States. What's happening there? Yeah, and that's such a beautiful way to look at it because it is true that she was an incredible role model for women and how she handled the running for president and how challenged she was on so many different levels. And I think what it shows us is that women are rising in leadership. 
this was the first time that we had a woman running for president. And though, even though she didn't win the electoral vote, she did win the popular vote. And so mm-hmm. there is movement. So if we look at the, the greater picture, there is change, there is movement. And it also really highlights for us that there's a, lot, a long way to go. And I think that's been both challenging to see that there is still so much misogyny and racism and ways that women are held as not being sacred and powerful. And yet it also is going to bring us together. I've talked Mm -hmm. to so many women now that were complacent before, that were like, oh, yeah, everything's going well and things are moving. And now we're going, oh, my gosh, okay, we must come together. So it feels like it's going to really activate many women that before thought that things were fine and are now realizing, right. you know, there's, we need to come together in community in a new way. Yeah, I've been observing a lot of activity, a lot of proactivity on various levels, from especially the millennials to middle-class upper Caucasians to uh, African-Americans who are standing their grounds to Muslims to, I mean, all the folks that have always been the ones that are on scene, so to speak. What I mean by that is the ones who are never in the center of attention, the Muslims, the, the brown-skinned people, women, etc. People are somehow feeling, I can't sit back and do nothing. And in your book, Warrior Goddess Living, you mentioned earlier too, wisdom, authenticity, and yes. I would love if you could go a little bit deeper for me, especially to break down wisdom, what does it mean for you? Authenticity, what does it mean? And yes, I mean, how can we find some sort of a, you call it a goddess, I would say some sort of a divinity, which we can all universally hold as God's children. Yes, how I visualize these three different aspects, wisdom, authenticity, and yes, is that they help us to come more present. And one of my favorite models for presence is trees. Trees have deep roots in the earth, and then these beautiful strong trunks and then branches that open to the sky. And so our wisdom is when we learn how to put our own energetic roots down into the depths, into the earth, and connect to our own wisdom, which is the wisdom of our highest self, of our ancestors, of the earth. And as women, it's really important for us to reconnect with earth's wisdom and with our ancestors and with our own wisdom, which is the place within us that knows beyond just our mind, where we're able to get quiet and listen to our intuition and to those voices that guide us from a place of spirit rather than from a place of thought and worry and fear. And our authenticity then arises naturally from that. When we get still, when we tap into our own wisdom, we don't have to try and be authentic. It's not like we have to figure out what is our authenticity. We naturally stand in our authenticity. We come back into our center and back into our core. And being authentic doesn't mean that challenging things never happen in our life or that we're doing it right. It means that we stay with ourselves, that we no longer abandon ourselves and that we're learning to cherish and love all the different aspects of ourselves. And then mm-hmm. the yes is like the, the branches wide to the sky open 
Mm-hmm. And it's about learning to open to everything. Mm-hmm. In, it's easy to open to the things that we love or that are beautiful. Right. And it's much more difficult to open to the challenges and the things we don't want to be happening. But when we close down, what we're closing down is our intuition, is our creativity, is our capacity to take action in a good way. And so this Mm -hmm. yes is so vital for us to open our being and trust, have faith in spirit, have faith in what's unfolding, and know what's presenting itself when we open to it. doesn't mean we agree with it. doesn't mean we're, we're like, I love this. But we're saying, yes, I'm willing to show up with what's arising in this moment. Mm-hmm. Are you optimistic about the direction that our world is going in? Uh, let's say we do claim wisdom, authenticity, and affirmative action, the yes, which I think are really so vital and important now more than ever. On a very deep private note, when you're just sitting in a quiet moment or you're walking from one room to the next, or you're just about to get on a seat to get onto a conference call, or you're just having dinner alone. And then the world or the nation or life pops up in your consciousness. Are you optimistic about its future? I am. I have a really deep belief in humans and in the planet, and that while it's definitely a difficult time and you know it's very easy to turn on the news and get very overwhelmed and pessimistic and I hold that as humans we're incredibly resourceful that we are love and that so many of us are remembering and waking up and taking new action so I am optimistic excellent it's so important to hear that so now as we look at warrior goddesses right how would you define what it means to become a warrior goddess that our listeners can at least begin to implement one or two steps in their lives after today's show. So the warrior energy is about our commitment, our focus, our presence. It's 100% yes, I'm in. And our goddess energy is around opening, receiving, creativity, play, and joy. And when we bring these two energies together, we really begin to learn what our balance is. So some of us are much more warrior-oriented. Some of us are much more goddess-oriented. So it's not about trying to be 50% warrior and 50% goddess. It's really about finding what's true for us, what's our expression, and learning to use these two skills, these two qualities, these two archetypes skillfully in our life as they're needed. And the first step around being a warrior goddess is about committing to yourself. And that commitment is committing to all of you, to not reject yourself, to not judge, to not compare, to not think about who you were in the past or who you wish you were now, but to really come home to yourself. So that's, for me, the first step that all of us need to take is the willingness to learn how to no longer abandon ourselves mm. and to embrace all of us. And from mm. there, then we have a connection again to our power and we've put ourselves in the equation. I remember talking with a woman about this idea of committing to herself and she told me, she said, well, I realized that not only am I like far down on the list, I'm not even on the list 
Like she had never considered putting herself as important because of how she'd been trained. And many women are like this. We forget that we have to feed and nurture and support ourselves so that we can be in the best service to those around us. Mm, We start by being in service to ourselves. Beautiful. Beautiful. So where can our listeners find out more information about your books and the work that you're up to? Best place is my website, heatherashamara.com, or they can also go to warriorgoddess.com. And the books are available in independent bookstores, online, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. So there's lots of places the books are available. And my publisher, Hierophant Publishing, right now is having this crazy special which is all three books in the Warrior Goddess series for $33. So com is a great place to go as well. There we go. Well, Heather Ash, thank you for joining us back on the air again and wishing you lots of good wishes for those books, Warrior Goddess Way, Claiming the Woman You're Destined to Be, and Warrior Goddess Living, Wisdom, Authenticity. And yes, I think it's sweet. Thank you, Sister Jenna, so much. Take good care. Take good care. So it is an optimistic time and it is a time that we can believe more in, you know, possibilities that things can get better if we dive deep within and go upwards and use these situations that we are grappling with as a on a personal level or even as a country to check what's happening in our own spirits. Are we becoming negative as well? Are we becoming something that we're trying to fight against? You know, are are we becoming what we are fighting against? And so it's something to think about, and it's something for us to really begin to dive deep within our own spirit and to clean that out from within, clean out what we are, how we're thinking, where our intentions are, and if there's room for improvement, where some more of that divinity and love can enter our being. You've been listening to America Meditating Radio, and I hope that you enjoyed our conversation with our guest speaker. And remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we are here to love each other the same. So let's continue to do that. And we'll end today with Egon Kerr by Sanatan Kaur. Take care, everyone.